1: What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our off- the carousel series where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the division one ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel.
2: Cooper Watson here with the Field of 68, and in today's episode of Off the Carousel, I'm joined by the new head coach at High Point University, G.G. Smith. G.G., thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having me. So you started last season as associate head coach, but you finish as head coach, taking over from your dad, Tubby Smith, who had a legendary career. What was that transition process like? How did it go down, and what was going through your head as it happened?
3: Well, it was an interesting situation. Uh, uh, my dad and our director of basketball operations, uh, uh, Noah Dybel, got COVID. They were out for a few few games. And, and uh, you know, my dad came back uh, that fourth game. and just wasn't, you know, feeling well, feeling right. And um, he just decided to step down a couple of games after that. And, um, you know, being a head coach before, um, I knew what to expect and knew what to do in that, that type of situation. Um, but it was kind of bittersweet uh, for me. Uh, obviously, I was excited about the opportunity to become the head coach here at high point, but at the same time, disappointed to see my dad retire because I know what a great coach he is. Um, he's a future Hall of Famer. I've learned a lot from him, and uh, I'm happy for him. But, yeah, during that time, it was, it was a little bit different, but bittersweet at the same time.
2: And so, as you mentioned, you have experience as a D1 head coach before at Loyola. At Loyola how special was it though these last four years to be a coach alongside your dad and then now to take over as head coach what kind of an experience was that
3: it was a good experience um obviously I worked with him back when I was in grad school I was a grad assistant back when he was at the University of Kentucky Uh, but four years ago was the first time I worked with him again and um it was great working with, with Aurora working with him um like I told you before I learned a lot uh obviously you know He's known for his ball-line defense. That's something that I, I preached before at, at my previous destinations. Um, but, yeah, it, it was good um, working with him the last few years.
2: And so along the same lines, having that experience previously as a head coach, as a D1 head coach, how different is it the second time around when you think about the transfer portal, NIL, all these other factors that weren't really in play Five years ago, seven years ago, when you were at Loyola,
3: well, it's changed. You know, from four or five years ago, um, it's just different. Um, you're not re- recruiting. You're before you're trying to recruit for like bringing like four or five guys at a time, and you hope that they'll grow together and they'll be together two or three, four years and get the at the end of the rainbow, you all graduate and play and win a championship. Uh, it just doesn't work that way nowadays, and um, it's just unique, man, with COVID and the transfer portal and the NIL everything's just all coming all at one time and, uh, you know, kind of nobody really isn't knows what to do. And we're just trying to figure it out and, and uh, we'll figure it out. It's going to take some time, but it, it, it is different from a few years ago.
2: And so when it comes to style of play, you mentioned the ball line defense, walk us through what we should expect when we turn on a high point game, what's your philosophy when it comes to style of play?
3: Well, defensively, uh, you know, we're going to be tough. We want to play hard. Um, we want to be the type of team when you come into the uh, Cabane Center, you know, you know what you're going to, it's going to be a tough out. Um, we're going to be hard to play against, and you're going to go ahead that team's going to be physical on the defensive end. Offensively, obviously, we want to, you know, push the ball, play fast, um, a little more free, free flowing than we had before we played in the, we played in the past. Um, that's, how, that's kind of how we want to play offensively. Um, put a lot of points on the board, play inside out, make a lot of threes, um, get a lot of steals off, get a lot of... Offense off our defense and, um, you know, just have a fun team to watch.
2: And sort of following up on that, when it comes to style of play, I've always wondered this. Is that something where you sort of take a step back in the offseason at the end of the season and say, look, okay, this worked. This maybe didn't work. What does our roster look like? Or is it something where you're like, okay, no, we're going to play – a certain way and we're just going to recruit to make sure that we can play that way every year. Which way do you lean on that? Is it a little bit of both
0: maybe?
3: It's a little bit of both before, you know, you had coaches, you know, you play this certain way in this certain style, but the way uh, the roster management and the roster turnover is nowadays, uh, you know, I think the best coaches, you know, you know, adjust to their players and and adjust their player style of play. Um, But yeah, it's, it's something that, that that we got to do. as far as R- Rosterman, yeah.
2: And so as a head coach at the mid-major level at a program that has never made the NCAA tournament at the D1 level, how do you weigh, going back to the transfer portal, how do you weigh recruiting high schoolers versus recruiting transfers now? Is that a 50-50 thing? Is it just see who will commit? How, how does that work?
3: It's a 50-50 thing. I think it depends on who you lose. You know, obviously here we lost a, a pretty high score. So, you obviously, you can't really replace a guy who's averaging, you know, 16, 18 points a game with a with high school kid. You obviously want some experience. You, you want some maturity. But at the same time, you don't want to have, you know, eight to ten guys that are, that are, that are on the transfer board. You want to bring in a freshman kid, and hopefully you'll, you'll build with him and he can grow at, at this university or, or at an institution. And um, so I think it's a mix of both that you really got to uh, figure out what's best for your team. And, and it just depends on who's leaving, who's staying on, on, your, on your roster. And, and uh, for this year, the, the date was May 1st and we've had some uh, roster changes and some de- defections. And we also have a couple of kids coming in, I think, can help us. So I think, that, I think that's the way, how you do it.
2: And so you'll have a new, new arena, pretty new arena there at high point. How important is that? to see that kind of commitment from the school itself to athletics, to the basketball program. How important is that to you as a head coach?
3: Uh, it's really important. Uh, Dr. Nito Cobain, um, you know, he has his backing in athletics. Um, we built this brand-new facility, uh, the state of the art. Um, it's one of a kind. It's by far the classiest place, I think, in America. And it's going to help with recruiting. And uh, it's, it's helped already with, with, with some guys that, that, that we have. So um we gotta do our part. We gotta win, win some games. We gotta pack the house. Um, we gotta make it entertaining and fun for people who want to come to, to the campaign Arena and and, and compete and watch great basketball. But yes, this facility is state of the art and it's really going to help our recruiting immensely.
2: And so, one final question here: What's your craziest, funniest, most entertaining recruiting story over your years as a as a coach? Well, when I, I
3: had opportunity to work for uh, Jimmy Patsos at Loyola, Maryland for six years, um, you know, we recruited this kid uh, named Eric F- Etherly um, from right at the DC area. He was at Northeastern, I think at the time. And we were recruiting him out of high school, but he decided to go to Northeastern. And then we're like, it's like that, you know, early summer, we got one more scholarship to get. And all of a sudden we get this phone call and, and from Jimmy gets a phone call from Eric Etherly. He's like, remember this Eric, uh, Eric kid? I'm like, yeah, yeah, coach, he wants to come. Well, like Jimmy, just like he's coming, like he's coming, like just take him. They'll tell him he'll, we'll take him. And uh, Eric Eftley, ended up being a uh, player of the year in the MAC and uh, being our starting four man for a couple of years, and we won a lot of ball games with him. And um, him just calling us right away and and really made made our careers, and we won a lot a lot of ball games there with him.
2: That's awesome. That's that's the dream, I suppose, yeah. as a coach, yeah. right? Just have him say, "I'm coming."
3: Yeah, sometimes you just got to be lucky. And, uh, Jimmy, just he, I guess he didn't recognize the number. He picked the phone, and, and that, that's how it works sometimes. Sometimes you got to be lucky, then, then good.
2: Awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time, Gigi. And if we don't talk again before November, good luck this season at High Point, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you.